Well, good evening, everybody. I'm glad you all can make it out tonight, and you're very welcome here to Lifegate Church in Tala. First of all, I want to thank God for this night. If it wasn't for God, this wouldn't be possible. Um, I want to thank the pastor for this, this church and Leighton and Claire for the ministry they do to the people in addiction and people in homelessness. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jason. I grew up in a good home. My father and mother worked. They always provided for us. But I suppose at about the age of 11 or 12, I would have started smoking cigarettes. I would have started to smoke, and I never thought we'd smoking. That would leave down the path of devastation for me. Um, from there, it led to hash, drinking, party drugs such as acid and ecstasy. And that went on for a few years. So I suppose at about the age of 23, I would have took my first line of heroin. Um, I got a great confident feeling from that. It made me feel good because I was a shy kind of person, as you can tell. But uh, I started smoking more and more, and little did I know, I was getting addicted. I started to get withdrawals. I went to a doctor, and he put me on methadone. He would have put me on about 30 mils a day, but every week when I went up, the addict mentality would kick in, and I'd tell him I needed more and more. I eventually would have ended up on 70 mils of methadone a day. So I wasn't only addicted to heroin, now I was addicted to methadone. Um, but then I started... Um, hold on, I'll just have it all down here. Um, I then started to inject in my arms, my feet, my legs, anywhere I could get a vein. And eventually I ended up with my groin. So at 28 years of age, I had my first car. I went out drinking one night. But unfortunately, I didn't make it home. I, uh, I had a telegraph pole, and the pole hit the woman, and unfortunately she died. I was up for drink driving, causing death, and I was devastated. I had a daughter, Jody. I thought that being a father was going to be a turning point in my life, but it wasn't. I chose drugs over my daughter. After I'd done a few years in prison, I got out, and life was just the same. Drugs had such a hold on me, it wasn't letting go. Uh, we were all called up to the hospital. My ma only had a few hours left to live, and I whispered in her ear that would stop doing drugs. Um, but the next day, I was back down heroin. I just could not seem to find a way out. After years of living in my bedroom, withdrawing from everybody and society, I was up one morning standing in my kitchen, and I just took a knife out of the drawer and I just put it across my wrist. Now, I didn't cut myself, but that's how far drugs took me. 19 years in addiction, 12 of those years spent with a doctor. I just had enough. I could not take any more. I read a story in the Sunday World about a man who went into a place called Hope, funny enough. He got clean and was doing great. The next day, I went into town. And now of all the people in town, I asked an addict, do you know a place called Hope? And he handed me a flyer, which was for hair, the farmers and animals. And... Uh, I came up that Friday and sat down there, one of them chairs there, and it was about nine stone. <laughs> and that's where I met Leighton. Um, I went into the programme on the 20th of January 2014. They not only dealt with my addiction, but they dealt with me as a person. I finished... Oh, no, hold on, I'm getting confused. <laughs> getting carried away, I was dreading this. I went into New Hope... And I asked Jesus into my life. He not only broke the chains of my addiction, he smashed them. 
Um, on this Monday, I will be two years and five months clean. I don't drink, smoke, methadone, heroin. The only high, the only high I'm on now is life. I have. Uh, I finished the programme, as you know, I'd done courses. I was never on a boat in my life. I ended up going to Wales with this chap here to visit his family. I never had a passport in my life. I got a passport and I ended up in Lanzarote for eight days. And to not even be tempted for a drink and a smoke is just a testament to what God can do in somebody's life. Um, I want to thank a few people tonight. Um, When I first started the programme, I want to thank Marky Bourne, Paul Kelch, Paul Nelson, Aidan, Simon... Alan, Hardcore Willie, that was phone ringing. <laughs> Steve, Kieran, Desi, Connor, they're all lads that I seen on the programme that were helping out. And I, no, we wanted some of that as well to ask Leighton says to give someone back, you know. Um, I want to thank uh, Kirstine and Anya for the hard work they do up in the home, for Mrs. Ryan for uh, the challenge books. You just have to come in and hide from Mrs. Ryan. That's why it took so long. And uh, for Mrs. Daly for the tea on a Sunday. And big Frankie and Chris from the north, they do great work in the north, even though they brought down Nicky. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, I just want to thank... Um, I just want to thank uh, Jer and Jeff Parker. A big thanks to them, because they're always interested in the lads in the home. They'll always bring them over to the house for fun and games. And uh, I was just thinking back when they brought about 12 or 13 hours one night in their sitting room, and a big load of chairs around. And... All of a sudden, they said something. Everyone had to run for chairs, and there was one left standing. And let me tell you, she didn't bring us back again. I think we still owe a few chairs from that night. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Without God, this would all not be possible. We believe in you, Hope, that behind every attic, there's a... Attic? <laughs> <laughs> behind every attic, there's a life, a life worth living. No matter how long you've been in on drugs, no matter how bad your situation... With God's amazing grace, with God's amazing power, together we can change the story and get victory in Jesus. Thanks very much.